0: All right, y'all. What is up? Welcome back to the Big House Big Talk podcast. So, came off a massive win against Penn State. wasn't able to catch the second half personally, but that game it seemed intense. I mean, a great win in Happy Valley, a statement win for this Wolverines football team. So, yeah, it's a great totally, yeah. So, after that game, I think we can pretty much confirm. Michigan has the best pass pressure in the country, led by Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo, the two edges. Now, we know that Aiden Hutchinson is going to be around a top five pick or a top three pick, but where is David Ajabo going to fall? By the end of the year, it's seeming like that he has the trajectory to be a top ten pick. He is that good. He is.
1: Uh, Mel, Mel Kuiper, one of probably the biggest draft analysts, has Ojabu going in the top 10.
0: Yeah, in the top 10. And David Ojabo, I mean, he's just a, he's just a freaking nature. He's probably the closest thing I have seen to Rashawn Gary. I mean, he's that good. David Ojabo, I mean, his moves coming off the line are insane. And we see his power on the line. He has made himself he has made himself a name. And he has made himself kind of be up there with Aiden Hutchinson. Which is just great to see. The
1: competition he faces especially in the Big Ten. I mean, Wisconsin, Penn State, even... You know Nebraska. You know O lines in the Big Ten are really good.
0: I was talking to my friend about this. That the Big Ten O lines are like no other. I was. They're. I mean, they're better than S- the SEC O lines. Whatever they have going on there, they are the best O lines in the country. And to see David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson just flourishing at what they do in the Big Ten is just great. So, yeah, it's, it's super interesting to see what is going to happen with this Michigan team for the rest of the season. But I do also want to talk about, so Michigan lost to Michigan State in a heartbreaker. Michigan State has slowly started to look more and more like frauds. If Michigan were to beat Michigan State a few weeks back, would the Wolverines be number two in the country right behind Georgia?
1: Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough question because, you know, if you want to rank them ahead of Alabama, that's really tough. If, they, if you want to rank them ahead of Ohio State, that's also tough. I feel like Ohio State is definitely a changed team. Um, but at the end of the day, Michigan would have zero losses. Ohio State would have one. Alabama would have one. So I don't know. It's a tough question, but I really think they would be ranked number two. And that, that we could have easily won the MSU game. So
0: short, short game. answer? Short answer for me? Yes, easily. You and- can't, ab- an undefeated team in the Big Ten. You, you would have a win on the road against a very, very solid Michigan State team. A win on the road in Happy Valley. A, a, a win on the road against Wisconsin. A win on the road against even a Nebraska team, who is one of the most hostile environments in the country. We saw, no, we saw Ohio State struggle there. So, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Michigan would be number two in the country if we just were to pull off that win against Michigan State, but it is what it is. Michigan at this point really controls their own destiny. We just need to win out, and we're in. We need to beat Ohio State, and we need to win the Big Ten, and we're in. It's that simple. So, now, I do also want to talk about, we have Maryland coming up on the road at College Park. Last time, we went to College Park. We blew them out by, I think, 31. But, every single year, Michigan, before the Ohio State game, we tend to get a little bit of jitters the week yeah, before. One week,
1: on week at a time, guys. One week, on week at a time.
0: It's a constant theme every single year, and obviously we haven't been able to beat Ohio State since 2011 with Shoelace Robinson. But it's going to be super interesting to see how Michigan performs against Maryland because they're a very interesting team. They have high firepower. You know, Talia Takavailoa is the quarterback for that Maryland team. And it's going to be very interesting to see what they can do against a young Michigan secondary that is slowly, slowly improving every single week. So it's, I, let's, you know what? Let's just do our predictions right now. I think that this is going to be a trap game for the Wolverines, I think it's going to be a close one and i think that michigan is going to win this game 31 to 27 i think that michigan wow is, i think it's going to be close wow. and i think that maryland is going to give us a scare but it's going to be it's going to be a confidence booster in a way i think that michigan i i don't like the maryland matchup very much but it's going to be very interesting i hope they prove me wrong so Maryland, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. So what are what are your thoughts on that Maryland game though?
1: Um, well I think uh Talia Taivalo has got you know loads of loads of talent. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um and like you said, Michigan does tend to play a little little jittery before that big Ohio State game. So I'm gonna say thirty-one or 31-17, something in that range. I think um, Maryland keeps it close early, but we pull away at the end.
0: Yeah, and we've just continued to see. It's starting to improve later this year, but Michigan is a much better first half team than a second half team. And I think the key to beating Ohio State is getting a big lead at halftime. If we can be up By 10 at halftime against Ohio State, I think that should be all we need. But the second half is going to be the game changer for the rest of the season. Against Maryland, against Ohio State, possibly the Big Ten Championship, and whoever we play in our bowl game. So it's going to be super interesting to see how we continue to play in second halves and first halves. So, yeah, oh, for our alumni of the week, Jordan Lewis and the Cowboys defense had an amazing performance against the Atlanta Falcons at home. Jordan Lewis, shout out to you. Amazing game. But now I want to talk about the Blake Corham injury. He said that he's going to be okay, and we're really just hoping that he's going to be there for the Ohio State game. So, yeah, you take it away.
1: And uh, Harbaugh's been a little secretive about this, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like he's going to be playing for that Ohio State game. And if you're watching that live, uh, me and Grant were very, very concerned when Blake uh, came down with that injury. It's definitely a huge loss to this team. But I think we still have a very good back in Hassan Haskins and Donovan Edwards backing him up. And if by some miracle we do end up beating Ohio State, uh, then we'll be good to go for that Big Ten championship. And if so, if we need him, that college football off.
0: Yeah, I think we really just got to hope for the best with Blake Colum. You know Blake, I mean, he's one of the toughest dudes on the team. And he, he is going to do everything to play out there. And you saw him not put any pressure on that ankle. Or whatever it was on his leg. So, yeah, it's just really tough. But we're just hoping that Blake Horn is going to be okay. So, he didn't even travel with Michigan. But I think that Asan Haskins and Donovan Edwards will be able to carry the load for Blake Horn. So, yeah. And I think that's really all we're going to talk about. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. So, any final thoughts? Uh, nope. All right, so Thanks. yeah, I think that's that's where we're gonna wrap it off. Um, right there, we're going to College Park to play Maryland. We'll recap that next week. So, yep, see ya. Go Blue. See yep. ya. Go Blue.